Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Angie Lee from The Angie Lee Show. Hey, this is Mark Lack from Shorten the Gap and Business Rockstars. Hey, this is Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. And if you want to know how to stand out to increase your inner circle. And if you want to grow your business and your relationships. If you want to learn how to rub shoulders with your role models. You should be listening to the Build Your Network podcast. The Build Your Network podcast. The Build Your Network podcast. With my good friend, Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Top Networking Tips. This is episode number 12 in this series featuring Angie Lee, Mark Lack, and Pat Flynn. A really cool lineup of a bunch of really talented internet marketers is really what it is. Angie's built a really enormous following. And the coolest thing about Angie is how organic everything's been from the entire movement that she's created behind her brand. And then we have Mark Lack, who is an expert in building funnels, in driving traffic, and in really creating a brand. He is the go-to branding expert. And then we have Pat Flynn, who is just the OG of monetizing blogs and podcasts. Um, He has Smart Passive Income and one of the most popular business shows on iTunes. And so This is Top Networking Tips Part Number 12 with the three of these rock stars. I can't wait to get in some of that content with you guys. But first, I want you to check out the new mastermind, Build Your Network Dynasty, if you haven't already. 
I know you hear me talk about this a lot if you listen to the show quite a bit. Head over to bojanetwork.co slash dynasty to apply to be a part of the movement. It's not just a mastermind, it's a dynasty. Trust me, this is going to be a huge movement that we're creating here, and I want each and every one of you to be a part of it if you can. It's the most affordable product I've ever put out there, so take action. Stop hesitating. Make that investment into yourself. I promise you it will be worth it. Head over to bojanetwork.co slash dynasty to apply, or reach out to me, Travis, at travischapel.com, and I'll put you in touch with with a couple people that are in the group currently who've been a part of different groups in the past, and then maybe they can give you some advice on if you should join the group or not, if you're ready for that. So head over and apply there or reach out, send me an email, and I'll see you on the inside. And now let's get into top networking tips, part 12 with Angie Lee, Mark Lack, and Pat Flynn. Can you tell us a quick story, Angie, like something that the moment of success that you've had that you can trace back to like a series of connections? Do you have like any quick stories like that? God, that's such a good question. Wow. I would say, you know, a large one is even just the podcast in itself. I would say every single guest, it's, I do pick them if they're valuable, but I think people would be surprised. I usually pick them because someone else trusted them or I like their energy, their personality. It's been more about them versus who is always the, you know, number one on this. So they say, I think the podcast was built through that, through referrals of, through getting other shows or having my own show. I think that's such a network game. Oh, this is such a good question. (laughs) Oh man, no one's ever asked me this. I'm trying to think where else it's been really valuable. I mean, I live in LA. I live in the world of this right now. So anything you really want, and I mean this in a good way, I'm not into the whole like Hollywood scene, but I think in a good way for things you want to put on and things you want to do and a huge event coming with a sponsor that I've been wanting to work with. And that was through working through a friend that referred it. So it, it really has always come back to someone else validating and saying that this is a good quality person. You should connect with them and Without being friends with that person, it would have never connected me to them. And it's this beautiful yeah. spider web. Well, that's kind of... reminds you to be a good human, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. And, and that's kind of the reason I asked that question because usually when I ask people that question, I get that kind of a response. Like, man, I don't know, like everything I've ever done has been yeah, I'm like, some way connected. <laughs> yeah, like, like almost every single point. I, t- I asked, um, when I asked Pat Flynn that question, he was like, man, literally every big moment of success I've ever had in my life has come from a connection. Like everything I've ever done that's yeah. been really cool. Yeah. Has come yeah. Oh from my God, I love Pat. Almost everybody you talk to that has had a good amount of success that has come through in their career, in their life, whatever it may be, however you define success, like they trace it back to relationships with people. And I love what you said earlier about like being human and just being a good person. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? So you obviously know this question is a perfect tee up for me. We've all heard what you know and who you know is a huge play in your success. And in fact, some people even say it's not what you know, it's who you know that's going to help you be successful. We've probably all heard that in some version. It's not Mm -hmm. what you know, it's who you know. And so I think that's BS. It allows us to make excuses because, oh, well, no matter, no matter, right? It's usually in a negative context. Yeah. It's it's like, like, I didn't get the job because that guy's brother was the hiring manager. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. Bam. So that's the thing is so many people use that as an excuse. But in reality, here's the ironic part. It's not what you know or who you know. Both of those things, they're good. But the next one up that's like, the secret, like don't tell people this, right? Like the movie, The Secret, here's the secret. It's actually who knows you. And what I mean is your success, your financial success is usually in direct proportion to how many people know you, like you, and trust you. And it's a big funnel at the top. You can get millions of people to know who you are. That doesn't mean they're all gonna like you. You're gonna have half of them probably hate you. 
But here's the thing. The other half, they're probably going to really like you. Mm. And then from there, even smaller of the people that like you, obviously the other half will hate you. That's fine. Hate on me, right? The bigger you get, the more haters you're going to have. But the same goes with the people that are going to love you and like you. Mm -hmm. But out of that, you're going to have a smaller amount that trust you. But here's the cool thing. The people that trust you, they will fucking die for you. They will give you their money. They will give you their time. They will do anything for you. They'll even buy K-Swiss shoes with your name on them for you. And so with that being said, the real secret to getting more people to trust you is to go up to the top. Just get a million people to know who you are. And then the rest takes care of itself. You're going to get more people like you. You're going to get more people to trust you. So don't worry about trying to get people to like you or trust you. That's the hard part. Oh, what if people don't like me? There are lots of people aren't going to like you. That's fine. <laughs> Let's just focus on not getting people to like me, not getting people to not like me, and not getting people to trust me. Let's just do the easiest part of it all and go to the top. Let's just get a bunch of people to know me and find out how many like me and how many don't like me and then how many end up trusting me. And if I just get a lot of people to know me, which is the easiest part, it's not even stressful at all. It's so easy. You just press a couple buttons on the keyboard and you put it out on the internet and everyone sees you like an advertisement, but for content and your personal brand. So you get millions of people to know you and the rest takes care of itself. Here's the cool part. Obviously what you know and who you know plays a role in your success, mm -hmm. but you can only get so smart and do so much. So what you know does have a limitation. And then who you know, you can't possibly know millions of people. It's just not possible. There's actually a study called the Dunbar Top 150 Theory. You can only actually remember 150 people's names, phone numbers, their face. So at the end of the day, it's a fact. The average person can only remember 150 people. So guess what? Think about the people you talk to most. It's the same damn 20, 30, 40 people. So if you had to try to recall 150 off the top of your memory, there's just no way you can remember 100 people, which means there's no way who you know, millions of people, you can't know millions of people. But here's the cool part. Millions of people can know you. And with that being said, the secret to growing the people that like you and the people that trust you, you can't go out personally and get and know a bunch of people to like you. But you can flip the funnel on its head and get the people to know who you are. You can have 100 million people know you, but there's no way you're going to know 100 million people. You're not going to be able to text 100 million people. Hey, how you doing? Let's <laughs> stay in touch. And so but you can flip it. They can follow you. They can learn from you and they can feel like they know you. You won't know them. They can know you. And so that's really the secret here is just understanding that the third level of success, it's not what you know. It's not who you know. It's who knows you. And so that's the key that nobody, and if they are talking about it online, it's probably because my message is reaching people now. And like I said, the secret is regurgitate the truth, regurgitate success. And that's, so people are, I already know there's people all over the place tagging me and regurgitating my sh And that's awesome. That means I'm reaching more people. So you're going to hear it more often. We live in the era of personal branding, the era of online influencers and thought leaders. It is happening. But now the cool part is there's technology like Facebook and social media and the internet that allows you and me and any average person to become the celebrity of their niche, of their industry, to be the expert. So I know you had one more question, but... No, that was the one, bro. That was the one. So it's a perfect way to end that conversation. What is like one of the worst opening conversation lines that somebody's ever used on you? Like to where it's like, oh my goodness, man, like you didn't even try. And what are some of the best ways to really connect with you? <laughs> so it was the first time I spoke. It was 2011 in Schaumburg, Illinois. 
And I was really nervous, but I wanted to do a good job. So I did a lot of rehearsal and I actually was supposed to do a breakout session. So in the middle of the conference, but the keynote, he had gotten sick or something. So the founder, who was a good friend of mine, asked me to do the final keynote. So I was even more scared than wow. ever. Yeah. And I was in the hallways talking to people because I knew that talking to people would help me feel a little bit more comfortable, take my mind away from what I was about to do. And it was about a couple of hours before the talk. So I was kind of in my getup already, like with a, with a suit and tie and stuff. And this guy comes up to me. He goes, hey, Pat, you know, I hear you're doing the keynote. Your tie looks really bad. Like, let me fix that tie for you. And in front of everybody, he started to like take my tie off and retie it for me. <laughs> And I know he wanted to just help because, but I don't know if he was like trying to be a fatherly figure or something, but I was just super embarrassed. And I was like, dude, like, you're just like, I don't even know you. And you're already telling me something I'm doing wrong right before I'm about to do something. I'm really scared of like, no. And getting all up close and personal. Yeah. He was like touching my neck and I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. I can't ever forget him. And if I see him, I'm going to go the other way. So that's probably the worst opening I've heard yeah, or done or felt. Or felt or been a part of or experienced or hurt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was even a better story than I was thinking it was going to be. So that's fantastic. <laughs> okay. So now that we know the way not to do it. So if you see Pat at an event, do not go up and try to retie his tie. Just leave it right. alone. Yeah. Just give me a clip on. Yeah, exactly. So what would be a good way to do it? What would be a way that you really enjoy connecting with people over? This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Well, I love when people have in some way, shape or form consumed my content and gotten some value out of it and told me how they actually applied it. Like that to me means a lot that they didn't just find me and say, yeah, I'm going to stick around and listen, read or watch this guy. They didn't just watch and read or listen to that thing, 
but they actually applied it. And that to me means more than anything. And I'm going to have a longer conversation with somebody in my audience who has applied something, who has gotten results one way or another. I'm going to want to help that person even more. They become like the teacher's pet, right? And the teacher's mm -hmm. pet, the teacher loves them because they're doing the things and they're getting results. And you know, whether that becomes something that gets shared later or not, doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm with my people at that point, right? So in terms of like the approach, you know, I think just a simple handshake with respect to who else I might be talking to. I've had people when I'm in a conversation kind of just literally interrupt the conversation I'm having and go, Pat, I just want to say hi. Like, thank you. So, like that to me is, is pretty rude. You know, mm -hmm. I think interrupting and you got to be patient and wait for your time. But I, yeah. you know, some people are more aggressive than others. Me personally, I notice those things because that means that they think they're more important than the person I'm speaking to right now, which is, I mean, that doesn't matter. You wait your turn, right? Right. Right. So there's that. And I understand why it's important to, to go up and, and speak to somebody and just do it, but you got to do it at the right time. But whenever anybody can tell me how I've helped them, that's huge for me. Then I want to help you back. It's right. when the people who start off well immediately just turn to, okay, now I have a question. Like, I want you to help me in my business or I want you to do this for me. I want, like, Make we haven't gotten to that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, show me what value can you provide me so I will want to provide value back for you. That's kind of the approach. And, you know, honestly, the, the people who don't even talk about business are the ones who I want to help out the most later. Is the question, I've talked to a couple people about this. I'm curious to hear your feedback on it. What do you think about the question, hey, Pat, how do I add value to you? I don't mind that. I mean, when they say it that way specifically, it's like, okay, yeah, it's very obvious that there's a hidden the, agenda. There's a hidden agenda because specifically right. you're using the word value, which mm -hmm. you hear everywhere. And that's just a sign that you want to give me something for something in return. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, the easiest question is just go, hey, how can I help you? Mm. Or is there anything I can help you with right now? That's adding value without explicitly basically mentioning why you want that value. Whatever the answer is after that's fine. It's just the approach. But yeah, I think yeah. there's a way to ask that question in a way where you can grow together and develop a relationship or one that just kind of immediately tells the next person kind of why that question's being asked and what the agenda really is. Are these guidelines that you think, quote unquote guidelines that we're talking about, do you think that these are pretty much all across the board or do you think there's something that's like works specifically for you? What I'm asking, I guess, is like when you go to a conference and you're trying to connect with somebody that you admire and respect and consume their content, how do you approach that situation? Hmm, great question. I will start with anybody I know who knows that person. Okay. Because I know that an introduction is worth more than kind of a cold meeting. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I try to look for those connections with people who I know. And if it's like the director of the conference, you know, that person can make a big impact on an initial impression that I have with somebody who I've been looking to meet. That goes a really long way. So if ever possible, some sort of connection that I can make. And it's not very hard to do that. So I might just ask, you know, you know just I'll make up a name. Like I'll ask my friend, Mike, hey, Mike, Josh over there, he is somebody I would love to connect to because we share a lot of experience together in the startup world as advisors to companies. I'd just love to get to know him maybe later this evening or something. If you have the chance, could you introduce us? That'd be awesome. Hmm. That's it. That's all you have to do. And you know, you just kind of go from there. Other times, yeah, that person might be at a bar at a, you know, at a meeting or something. If they're like having lunch and engaged in conversation, I know that's not the right time. It's when they're in, in you know, walking through the halls or another great spot is to, if they're sitting down at an event and uh, we're kind of waiting for things to start. That's always a good time to start, you know, filling in time with just, hey, Josh, wanted to introduce myself really quick. My name is Pat Flynn. I know you're in the startup world and, you know, I advise a couple of companies too. I just want to say hi and I heard about you a lot and I, I think what you're doing is really cool. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Done. I'm in. And it's not, 
evasive because we're both sitting there waiting anyway. And, you know, so I just try to kind of sit near those people and it doesn't always work out that way that smoothly, but, you know, you're giving yourself the chance for it too. And would that be a good time maybe even to say something like, hey, I know that, you know, this, whatever it is that we're looking for, that this is about to get started and they're about to get things rolling, but look for me later. I'd like to ask you a quick question about your book or whatever you're trying to connect over. Would that be a good idea or you think that's asking too much? I think it's a good idea, except the look for me part, because you're now telling this person who you just met to do something more than they were supposed to do. I think the proper way to do it would be, and again, this is just me. This is just how I would do it. Mm -hmm. I would go, hey, you know, we're about to start or Cliff's about to start the presentation here. Do you mind if I follow up with you later today and just I'll find you? I'd just love to chat with you about your book really quick because I want to help promote it to my audience. Hmm. So a couple things there. One, I'm not giving them any more work than they already had to do. I will find them later. That's on me. Mm-hmm. And number two, I'm sharing them a little bit about what that conversation is going to be about. So it's just not who's this random guy. And number three, I'm giving them a little bit of a note on the kind of value I'm going to provide for them by having this conversation. I'm going to promote his book to my audience. Yeah, so totally. now I have something that I'm giving him as well. That's how it is online. You know, you want to be a giving person and then see what happens from there as opposed to just a taking person. Right. Right. Is there any conversation that you've had like at some sort of a conference, an event or something like that that's really stuck out to you as somebody just did a great job of connecting with you? I feel like if the answer to that question is a yes, it's probably become more than just a random connection at an event. It's probably turned into like some more of a collaboration or friendship in some sort. Would I be wrong or right or anyway? No, you're right. I mean, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head because a lot of people do this very well, you know, and these just become normal relationship building experiences at these conferences because I meet a lot of people and a lot of people do it right. And, you know, sometimes those relationships grow to much bigger and it at least, if anything, allows us to pick up that conversation after the networking event is over. So I remember that person and we can do a follow-up of some kind. And, you know, I remember the ones where it seems more meaningful or there's some sort of connection related to our businesses or outside of business that can be made. So I can't think of anybody in particular, but yeah, some of those have grown to partnerships and joint ventures. And some of them have become just really good friends who, you yeah. know, our businesses don't align, but, you know, we chat and we, whenever we're at the same conference, like we see each other and, you know, sometimes we do activities together when we're there or we sit next to each other at the dinners or, you know, wherever. And that's good too. I mean, that's valuable. Yeah. I know you and my mentor, John Lee Dumas are really close and you guys met at an event. Is that right? We did. And that was through a connection with, like I talked about earlier, another person. And that's Jamie Masters, who introduced John to me, which definitely made me want to pay more attention to John. And then John was somebody who, I don't know if it was random or somehow he, he made it happen, but he was a person I selected at that event that I spoke at, he was in the audience. So he was clearly there. I I saw him, I recognized him because we had met earlier. So that was a good thing because he, and he was right up there up front. And then when I asked for Q and A, he raised his hand and because he was up front and because I remembered him, of course I called on him. That wasn't planned or anything or not at least on my end or what I understand, but Mm -hmm. he put himself in a position to build a relationship with me and provide value and just show up and be recognized and and at least get on my radar. And that was his first podcast interview out of the however many thousand he's done now. I was interview number one. I wouldn't have done that if it was just some random person. Yeah, that's actually the first time that I heard about you was I turned on to John's content from a buddy of mine a couple years back and just started consuming. I was like, hey, I wonder what his beginning episode sounded like. Went all the way back to the beginning, found that, started following you and got consumed in this whole world. So it's like this deep 
deep abyss of podcasting and internet marketing now that I'm heavily, heavily involved in and that I follow on a regular basis. And it's so cool to sometimes track those connections back to where things started. And that's what's fascinating to me about my show is that I'm able to do that with people. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. You hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds on the show because they're literally what I attribute most of the new quality relationships in my life to. If this is something that you are interested in at all, then hit me up and let's chat to see if you'd be a good fit for my mastermind, Build Your Network Dynasty. Just head over to buildyournetwork.co slash dynasty to fill out an application and we'll talk soon. Have a fantastic rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust. So I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.